Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to the Pediatric Research Podcast with me, Charlotte Stoddart. On this show, we're looking at a new science award program in the United States and how it's changing, perhaps even revolutionising, child health research. There's no point spending hours at the bench investigating diseases and developing new treatments unless some of that work ends up helping patients. To make sure that new discoveries are quickly and efficiently tested in humans and then routinely used to improve health, in 2006, America's National Institutes of Health launched the Clinical and Translational Science Award Programme, CTSA. The programme now supports 60 medical research institutions across the US, and 58 of those include a child health component. Charles Huskins is a paediatric researcher at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, a CTSA institution, and he's part of a group that's been evaluating the impact of CTSAs on child health research. Let's start with a little more background from Charles. Part of the whole focus was improved health of populations and communities, so really trying to make sure that research advances actually result in improved health, because that's been one of the challenges in the past, is that we do have research advances, but it's taken a fair bit of time to get them translated into routine practice such that they are having impact on health of people in their communities. With the introduction of the CTSA program, NIH funding for child health research was essentially repackaged. Newborn medicine expert Jonathan Davis is full of praise for the changes this has brought to his institution, Tufts Medical Center in Boston, Massachusetts. It's really facilitated communication, interaction and collaboration throughout all the CTSA sites. And one of our major initiatives is we've developed a multi-site clinical trials network of all the sites in the CTSA program that are studying pediatrics. And that has allowed us to uh, reach out to the NIH, to reach out to industry, and really develop public-private partnerships and set up a mechanism that anyone can come to us not only to get a clinical trial performed and get sufficient sites and investigators, but also to get expertise. And, and the second major focus of that is we're trying to streamline the clinical trials process by using a single confidentiality uh, agreement, uh, a single uh, contract mechanism, a single IRB mechanism, and a single consent form. So I think those are the, really the 
major ways that it's changed the programme. Jonathan's experiences are encouraging, but to be sure about the impact that the CTSA programme is having on child health research, Child Huskins and the consortium have carried out an evaluation and it's the initial results that they're reporting in paediatric research. Charles told me how they went about the evaluation and what they found. Within the CTSA consortium, there is a committee that is called the Child Health Oversight Committee. Within that oversight committee, we developed a uh, set of metrics and the specific domains that we were addressing were, first of all, number one, support and infrastructure and research activity for child health research. Number two, career development uh, for new investigators. Number three was uh, collaborative research. And number four was leadership. So within those domains, we developed some specific metrics, and then they were disseminated to key investigators at each of the CTSAs. So your job was um, to develop ways of evaluating the CTSA program as well as doing the evaluation itself. And overall, what did you find? Was the picture positive? Yes, I think in general uh, the paper supports the uh, finding that uh, there is a substantial investment by uh, CTSAs in child health research. What um, still is important to note, however, is that the overall funding for child health research uh, has declined in past decades. That finding has been uh, demonstrated in, in work published prior to this study. And so while the current level of support is certainly significant, we're not sure that it's adequate. Uh, in, in other words, we certainly hope that in the future, additional support can be provided to uh, address the unmet needs for child health research. What then are the major challenges going forward that the CTSA program is going to have to address in terms of child health research? One of the major goals of the CTSA effort is to enhance collaborative research. And that was one of the difficult things for us to track, the extent to which uh, different institutions around the United States, to what extent are they uh, working together to solve these uh, major child health problems. We certainly know that that work is going on. There's no doubt about that. However, what was challenging for us in this work and what we hope to address as we move forward is better ways to help identify and quantify how that collaborative work is, is going, uh, how it's solving problems, and being able to translate research advances into better health of children in the United States. Jonathan Davis believes that collaborative work is indeed improving under the CTSA program. Certainly before, uh, people would, would use the term siloed, uh, like a corn silo. Everybody would be working on their area, have some collaborations, but not a huge number of collaborations. And I think the CTSA program has really forced people to not only interact with people throughout the university, which is very important, but it's forced us, in order to survive within the program, to be reaching out to other institutions within the CTSA and develop and really enhance the collaborations that we've had. Overall, then, is the program achieving its goal of helping the transition from the lab to the clinic? 
Back to Charles. I think there's a very good uh, evidence that that's the case. Um, there is a recent example of a new medication for treatment of cystic fibrosis in children that was uh, developed and studied in nine of the institutions that are participating in the CTSA program. And that uh, study was a pivotal study in terms of the overall approval of the drug for treatment of cystic fibrosis uh, in the United States. Thinking now outside of the United States, are there any lessons that you've learned that might apply to institutions outside of the US? I'm thinking of the Medical Research Council in the UK, for example. Well, certainly, I think that the uh, measurement domains, uh, perhaps even some of the specific metrics, might apply in other institutions. What what the metrics are clearly looking at is support for research, training of new investigators, collaboration, and leadership. And I think those general concepts of of what is being measured certainly would apply in many situations. As not only somebody who's been evaluating the CTSA program, but as somebody who's a researcher who's working within it, what have been the biggest changes for you and what are you hoping for the future of this program? So speaking from my own personal experience, um, we're conducting research on sepsis in critically ill uh, infants and children. Sepsis is the body's response to an infection, which may uh, involve fever, elevation of the heart rate, lowering of the blood pressure, and uh, other systemic consequences that can result in severe illness. What the CTSA has enabled us to do is to be able to uh, enroll children prospectively and to study events of sepsis that may occur at any time of the day or night, uh, essentially all year round, in in ways that would have been technically impossible uh, prior to the CTSA. What I hope for the future is that the research infrastructure available through the CTSAs will uh, truly enable us to do work that was impossible before, that, that will enable us to conduct research with patients in the hospital, uh, in the clinic, in the community that can have uh, transformational effects in terms of improving child health. Charles Huskins talking to me from the Mayo Clinic Children's Centre in Rochester, Minnesota, and Jonathan Davis from the Tufts Medical Centre. You can read more about the CTSA programme and the new cystic fibrosis treatment that Charles mentioned on the CTSA website. That's ctsacentral.org. And the evaluation article by Charles and colleagues is in the May issue of Paediatric Research and online at nature.com forward slash PR. I'll be back in two months' time with more paediatric research news. For now, from me, Charlotte Stoddart, goodbye and thanks for listening. Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.